BDR's Prime Resources Podcast is dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to help your business achieve prime results, with prime being the most flourishing stage or state. Let's do this. Welcome to the Prime Resources Podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is how to make the most of your business plan. Joining us today is Jeff Plant, lead head coach and trainer at BDR. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Matt. Good to be with you once again, sir. Yes, we have done a few of these, have we not? Absolutely. And uh, each one, it just it gets better and better every time. Well, I love to hear that. Today, we're going to be talking about making the most of a business plan. And I thought a nice place for us to start is, does a business plan have a lifespan? Is there an expiration date on a business plan? I believe some people think there is, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I would say that, well, first of all, without a business plan, how do you know where you're really going in business? So when you talk about a lifespan of a business plan, it's really the birth of a business plan because a lot of people don't have one. So the lifespan of a business plan is never ending. It's really is when, when do you birth the business plan? So some people will set a business plan for their, for their calendar year. So they'll have that one year. We encourage that you not only set it for that one year, but you look out five years ahead. Some people look out 10 years ahead, but the lifespan of a business plan, once it's birth is never ending. You, you always need it. You're always going to adapt it. You're always going to change it. You're always going to measure back to it. There's not really a termination date once the life, once the, uh, once it's birthed into existence. Okay. Well, I like that analogy. We got to bring it into existence. We got to birth it. And now we got to, um, it sounds like we've got to update it. Can you talk a little bit about why we need to update our business plan after it's been birthed? Sure, because things rapidly change, especially in today's environment. Pricing is changing, overhead is changing. Uh, the complexity of our offerings to our, not only clients, but to our employees is ever changing. So you will have costs that will fluctuate with inside your business plan. You know, you build a bit, typically people build business plans towards the end of a calendar year, anywhere between, you know, you know, we have business planning sessions between September and December of a particular year that we're building business plans for the following year. And um, although you're doing the best forecasting you can, uh, things still can, can change on a small scale or they can change on a big scale that we like we've seen in the past uh, 12 months. The need to update your business plan is imperative to keep up with those ever-changing costs. And that can happen daily in, in some cases, but at least uh, you're looking at it at certain inter intervals, you know, to update those things. Well, I think that's a nice uh, lead into what was going to be my next question is how often should we be updating a business plan? You know, it, it definitely should be looked at at a minimum monthly. And for a couple of reasons, Matt, is in inside of a business plan, if you're just if you are just building financial numbers for your company, then you're building a financial budget for your company. A true business plan not only has that financial piece, but it has implementation goals associated with that. So that's a that's a that's a um, a business plan in a whole. So you should at least look at that from a monthly perspective to not only see that you are hitting your financial goals, but to see that you're hitting your key goals or your implementation goals of things you want to put in place inside your business. A review monthly, as far as updating your business plan with cost, um, you know, I used to say at least a quarterly review to see where you are. 
but again, with things rapidly changing as they are now, um, if we're looking at it monthly, we can make navigational changes to not only the financial side, but our key goals. So if I was to put a, a date on it, I would say a monthly review of your business plan is a good practice and, and will also alleviate the fact that if you look at it quarterly, sometimes if you, uh, if you kind of put it off on that quarterly date, it's easier to put it off quarterly versus if you keep your eye on it monthly. That, that's great. And maybe we can take a little sidebar here, Jeff. Some folks listening to this probably are aware that BDR has um, Profit Launch, where we help companies build business plans, mm-hmm. um, help them birth them uh, and, and nurture them. Could you talk a little bit about Profit Launch briefly and just kind of what goes on there? Absolutely. So, you know, we obviously used to do the live sessions in Seattle. We've adapted that to the virtual planning process, which is really uh, really exciting and helps out a lot of people that cuts out the travel, cuts all the stuff out. So it's really convenient. We really look deep into not only the company as a whole, but we dig deep into each department and we want to make sure that each department is functioning. Each department, each department is contributing uh, to this to the success of the company as a whole. So we go, um, you know, we look at 30,000 foot view of stuff. Uh, we look at the 50,000 foot view of the five-year forecast. But we also dig all the way down into if we have, for example, if we have four service calls per day, what's our average ticket goal? We should be able to produce this. So we really go down into the details of what it takes to get to a certain average ticket, what it takes to get to a certain average sale, uh, what's going to help increase our closing ratios. When we, when we combine all these factors together, what I've seen in the past is people really get their eyes opened to what the potential is locked inside their company. And we get so wrapped up in the minutia of the day of putting out fires and doing this and doing that, that we really don't realize the potential. So if I, if I had to tell somebody, what is the biggest positive that comes out of business planning other than having a roadmap, other than having and being encouraged that you can do it, that you really truly see, if I do A and B, the result's gonna be C because you have that definitive steps, you have that definitive roadmap, and it just shows you the potential that you have in your company to be successful and to be profitable. And I think once, well, it's not that I think, it's I know that once people see that, it really starts just clearing up the cloudiness of uh, busy business. And they can focus more step-by-step and be far more successful than they are when they don't have that roadmap. Yeah, I love that term you're using there, roadmap, Jeff. When you mentioned earlier that a business plan is more than just a, a financial budget, and you described it well, it it can be a roadmap where it's actually giving you your direction, whether that's for the next year or, as you said at the beginning, it could be five or ten years out, depending on how far out your plan is looking and identifying it's the ultimate place we can get to. And what I find is a lot of people, you know, they'll – they have this, they have this business, you know, there's still people out there today that they wait till the end of the year or the first part of the next year to find out what they did last year. You know, their CPA calls them and say, Hey, by the way, you lost this much money. And they're like, what? With a business plan, you know, you can literally look, you can be in April and you can look at your business plan, look at your budget. There's a couple other factors. You know, your profit and loss that needs to be timely, your balance sheet, your cash flow sheet, those, those tools that you would use in conjunction, but you can at least look at your business plan and say, wow, I've achieved all these goals the first quarter, the first few months of the year. If I continue with this, that's what my that's what I'm gonna look like when I get to November. So that it really cuts out the guessing 
of what your business will look like in the future. And that's what I really like about them. Yeah, I, I can see that that would be helpful to someone running a business and give them that kind of reassurance about uh, where they're going. So let me ask you this, Jeff. We've talked about building the plan and kind of what goes on at Profit Launch. I know there's clients that have been coming to Profit Launch for over a decade, you know, and so can you talk about how the planning process changes over time from maybe when you're you're bringing the plan initially into existence uh, to then what happens in, in the years that follow? Yes, um, I've actually witnessed this exact thing. You know, I've got clients that started off in what we call our general session. So that's that's the initial that's the initiation in the business planning because we have we have general, we have masters, doctorate, and doctorate elite. So we have these four distinct levels. But I've I've got clients that literally started in that general session, and what you typically see there is you know the owners and and their partner or their owner and their wife or an owner and one manager. Uh, in some cases, the owner by themselves is coming to business planning, and they're they're putting everything together themselves because they don't have a they don't have a large staff or Maybe their company is just um, a, a you know smaller unit in in and of itself. So you see that, and I've got clients that started there, and now they're coming to the doctor elite session, you know, the, the higher level session, and it's not only them, but it's all their department managers. It's their inside office staff. So they've gone from bringing one or two people at the initial session to I've got one client that they they're bringing eight to ten now, and the change is this. Because they started at the initial session with building a business plan, they, they tracked the plan, they followed the plan. So the things that change is departments grow, department complexity changes, and management structure changes. You go from putting the plan together by yourself, doing everything yourself, to now a couple of my clients at the elite level, uh, the owners are now sitting back and watching their department managers put the plans together and bringing their input back to them. You know, it changes over time, not only from that structure, but again, it changes over time. You may, you may add departments. You may, you may remove departments. So there's a lot of things that can change as far as the structure of the plan. But the biggest thing I see is what I just talked about is the growth of the company to get to, the, to where the owner is peeling themselves more and more out of the planning process of doing it, putting themselves in a, in a process of reviewing it and empowering their team to go achieve it. Okay. Well, I want to circle back to something you you mentioned uh, briefly earlier on, and those were the the quarterly reviews. When we're mm-hmm. you mentioned that as a time for updating the plan or or reviewing it, can you talk to me more about what those quarterly planning reviews are and and who should be included? Yes, again, depending on the size of your company, but I'm just going to assume that everybody uh, has maybe department managers, but I would have. Um, obviously myself, I would have the accounting person, I would have the department managers involved. And what this is, is to see exactly what it says. How did we do first quarter? So, you know, you got your first quarter results back, you're comparing them to your plan, you're seeing the positives, you're seeing the negatives, and you're going ahead and making any forecast adjustments. So if you find it, if you find a particular department that may be 30% behind, I would, I would look at that and say, okay, not only do we have to still achieve our next quarter goals, but how can we take that 30% loss? What's a realistic return on that? How far do I have to spread that out over the next quarter or the next two quarters and add that and adjust my future forecast up to achieve that and get that revenue back? Is it logical? 
or do I need to reduce in other areas? Did I, did I overshoot my forecast? Do I need to reduce in other areas without increasing my revenue goals to still achieve my net profitability or my gross margins? So these are things you look at is I'm gonna, I'm gonna adjust my numbers in revenue, I'm gonna adjust my numbers in cost, both. You're looking at your percentages and you're just making those realistic moves to make sure that the end goal, because it's always about the end goal, right? What am I gonna get at the end? But I can't wait till the end to make sure that I achieved it. I've got to do things. I got to do things now to get there. Kind of like a, a professional football player. You know, they don't wait till the, they don't wait till the first game in a season to start working out. You know, they're they're working out in the off season. They're training in the off season, so when the game happens, they're ready to go. Okay, I like how your this is an active process to make the most of your business plan. It's not, we don't create the business plan and stick it up on a shelf and say, wow, yeah, we did that. Good job us. We're good to have these quarterly reviews where we're actually diving in and how are we doing to plan? What adjustments do we need to make? Now we have this roadmap that you talked about. I, I love that. Mm -hmm. And again, this is just, this is a, this is one of those, uh, those larger benchmark reviews. Um, I'm not going to get away from the fact that we definitely should be looking at, at a minimum, our progress monthly, you know, of where we're at. And quite honestly, I've got clients that have drilled down. They, they know they're reviewing stuff weekly. Some are getting daily reports. You know, we, we definitely should be keeping an eye on all of it. Yeah. And so it sounds like, yeah, there's, there's ways to evolve this process and get more and more fine tuned. Yeah. If you get, if you're looking at those numbers daily, how, powerful is that and and to be able to adjust in, in almost real time so you stay on your plan that's that's hugely powerful yeah because when you think about the business plan overall you know we're talking about quarterly reviews what about a monthly review of it and what about a weekly review because if you have a if you have a goal for that month and this is why it's critical to have this roadmap like we talked about in place if you have a goal for that month and you wait till the next month to review your last month performance, there's not a lot you can do about it. However, if you have that goal for that month and you're reviewing weekly, you get halfway through the month and you're 30% towards your goal. Well, you got two weeks to make it up so you don't lose traction in that month. So it's super important to have the ability to go back and look at something that tells you, Hey, this is where you're supposed to be. And this is where you are. And you can make those, you can make those, uh, you can make those adjustments from an educated standpoint, or from a, you know, from a positive or educated standpoint, you're not just kind of throwing darts at the wall, hoping something works. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit more? So if we're looking at, you know, we're talking in terms of a business plan in this conversation here, but now when we're getting down to a, a monthly review or, or a weekly review, does that mean we're pulling out the whole entire plan that we've built and going through it page by page or, or what kind of things are we looking at there? Yeah, that can be that can be a very daunting task because it's a pretty complex plan. So one thing I work on with my clients, as you build your business plan, you're going to be building monthly budgets. So you get a budget so you can establish what those budgets are inside your department and you can break those down even to what what it takes daily to meet that monthly budget. So you can break the financial piece down pretty easy. Then you have what, what we talked about earlier, the key goals or the implementation items that you want to put in place in each department. Yeah, you can go back through the business plan, you can flip through all the pages. Sometimes I can get a little tasking. What I do with my clients, I just go back into the business plan on a couple of calls. We pull out all of those key goals, all of those great ideas they wanna do by each department. 
and we put it into what we call a plan at a glance. It's a single form. It breaks it out by department. It's really our project management form for implementation for the rest of the year. We put them all on this sheet. We triage which ones are going to be the ones that's going to have the biggest impact. We set the dates. We set the responsibility, a responsible person for them. And not only do we as coaches use that to hold the clients accountable, but the client can use that same sheet to hold their team accountable to the goals. While we're still tracking financial, we still have to have implementation stuff done as well. So, yeah, um, I think it's still good, at least from a quarterly standpoint, to go back and put your eyes on the business plan to remind yourself of the value of it. But these other tools can help you um, not have to navigate so much information and really get down to the, uh, to the important stuff. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned the plan at a glance. That sounds very cool to have the key things that you're going to look at right at hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great tool. So anything else involved? You know, we're talking about how to make the most of this business plan. So we, we've created this plan. We've, we've been coming to Profit Launch for years, keeping it, evolving it. And now we've talked about the quarterly reviews and maybe taking it down to a weekly and sometimes even daily reviews for really sophisticated companies. Anything else that we can do to make the most of this plan that we have? So the, so the biggest thing that I see that is the, um, the most difficult to maintain on a regular or a timely basis in all of this is timely and accurate financials. You got to have them. You know, if you don't have the daily reporting, if you don't have the weekly reporting, then at a minimum, having them accurate and on time from a monthly standpoint. Uh, I see a lot of cases, people, they're not a lot, but I've seen in the past where people have built a business plan and, uh, you know, we're, we're reviewing, we're reviewing March financials in June. Well, that's great, but that's, that's, we're kind of, we're pretty well, we're a pretty good uh, spot behind the curve at that point. So financial reporting inside the company, uh, timely and accurate is imperative to, uh, to team up to make sure that your business plan is 100% accurate. Now, it doesn't completely do away with the business plan. There's still a lot of aspects inside the business plan that you can do that, that will maximize it. Uh, you know, just because you don't have timely financials doesn't mean you shouldn't have a business plan. Uh, what I'm saying is to make to make your business plan 100% effective, timely financials are super important. Yeah, if you want to make the most of it, we we need the timely and accurate financials. That's great advice. Yeah, Kim Kim Archer, she says, uh, get rid of the yeah buts. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she says when you go into your when you go into your team and say, hey, we need to have this, and they go, yeah, but she said, get rid of the yeah buts. There you go. And she, she's does that right here at BDR all the time. She gets rid of the yeah, buts in our company. (laughs) There you go. All the time. Um, And you got to have somebody like that, a leader to, to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's kind of, let's step back now to the, you know, the 30,000 foot view here, Jeff, of this overall process in, in planning, you know, of creation and then of, review and, and update and kind of almost like a renewal. What, what is the, the impact? If we can get that kind of a cycle going in our business, where, where can that lead us and, and take us? Well, the, the impact, the positive impact, because uh, there's really no negative impact. I mean, the only negative impact I would see is when you're creating your first one, hey, it, it, it might be a little stressful for, for some people, but that's not negative. That's just putting you in a position to where you can manage your company properly. So 
there's really no negative impact. So the, the positive impacts are this, is not only can you sit in April from a business plan perspective and see what your company will look like in October, but you can sit in, uh, you can sit in 2022 or you can sit in 2023 and see what your company would look like in 2025 and 2026. So it really opens up that window of possibility that, hey, if I do this, this, and this, this is gonna be the result. It takes the guessing out of out of business. Now, you're gonna have those things because I know somebody's gonna say, well, things happen. Yeah, things happen. They absolutely happen. But when things, when drastic things happen, markets, markets drop, prices increase, all these things, I would much rather have a business plan that I could go back to, make logical changes, make realistic adjustments to to guarantee, you know, to give me a better guaranteed future then not have one and not really know how to move, not know how to navigate, not know what my next step should be. But, I mean, the impact from creating one is, is limitless. I mean, it gives you the, it gives you the power inside your company to make the decisions that you have to and need to make along the way. Uh, the other thing is, is if you have a good business plan and let's say you're hitting on all cylinders, boom, 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 things are going great. You can look ahead and say, wow, you know, by the time we hit October, I'm going to have a stockpile of working capital. Hey, I can maybe go ahead and start planning to go into a new market, expand my offering, acquisition, whatever those things are. So the positives are unlimited to having one, creating one. Definitely the same thing in, in reviewing and updating. Don't just build it and put it on the shelf, as you said, Matt. Uh, I, you know, we this is... You don't need an encyclopedia set. You need a working tool, and that's what this is. But I'll tell you another thing. As far as renewal, I'm not exactly sure where you're, where you're uh, thinking about there, but a re let's just look at it from a, a renewal of energy, that when you go back and you look at your business plan, and we have seen this time and time and time again with our clients, when they go back and they look and they actually realize, wow, I achieved these things, it creates such a positive energy um, and it just, it completely eliminates burnout within your company and it keeps motivation high for yourself and your team. And I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest impacts that I see um, from a morale standpoint of a business plan is when your team and yourself can see that you actually accomplished the goals, then the next steps are easy. You're going to keep accomplishing, you're going to keep growing and keep going. So, yeah. And that's exactly where I was, uh, was thinking about with the renewal and, you know, Jeff, uh, Barry Burnett, one of BDR's co-founders, he always would say business planning should be a time of celebration. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's exactly for what, for what you said, look at what we accomplished, look at where we can go. And because we have a plan, we can feel real confident that we're going to get there. Yeah. People get so bogged down in the day-to-day -day stuff. You know, it just, it happens. It's the, I call it the busy minutia of the day, right? It's, it's, uh, I think Jennifer Shishanian calls it the problem du jour, the problem of the day. We can get so bogged down in, in some of that stuff that we forget that, wow, in the middle of all this, we're actually getting something done. Wahoo. Um, so that's a super encouraging for your team. All right. Well, I think we've had a good discussion on the topic of making the most of a business plan, going through that process of, of creation of the plan, reviewing it, whether that's quarterly monthly, weekly, whatever it may be, and then having an update process and then having some fun and celebrating as we look back about what we've achieved and where we're going to go in the future. Jeff, uh, any final thoughts on making the most of a business plan? Matt, just to keep it simple, 
is uh, if you don't have one, get one. If you don't know how to get one, we can certainly help you do that. But it is, uh, it is the most important thing you can have in business. And it's the most exciting thing to build and the most exciting thing to watch, uh, watch grow. It's just really cool. So if you don't have one out there, let us know. If you do have one, then I encourage you to go back and look at it and see where you are. You know what? Make adjustments on the things that, that didn't go according to plan and celebrate the things that did. Great words of wisdom, Jeff. Thank you so much for being uh, here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Always a pleasure. All right. And for those listening, thanks for listening. Tune in next time.